All right, time for a disclaimer. Uh, the views, opinions, and actions of any bands or band members that get reviewed on this podcast belong to those bands and band members themselves. They do not represent or reflect any views and opinions held by myself, Rob, Devin, or anyone else who works on this podcast or on this podcast network. There are some real pieces of work in the metal community. There are some people who are absolute pieces of shit. But we are here to look at the music itself, not at the people who made it. Hello everyone and welcome in to the first episode of New To Me. I am your host Bill. That's right, just Bill, no Rob. This is the beginning of the long hinted at solo project. It has evolved and changed many times since I first hinted at it. And finally I said fuck it, if I don't start it now, I never will. So what is new to me? It's pretty much exactly what the name implies. I'm going to be looking at albums that are new to me. Uh, These will be much shorter episodes than the review episodes with me and Rob because it's just me, no going back and forth. So hopefully these will be short, sweet, and to the point. But primarily, I'm going to be looking at albums that come out each week Because if my schedule allows it, I'm planning for this to be a weekly release podcast. If there happens to be a week where not a lot comes out that I'm interested in, I will be turning to the internet to look at some classic and influential albums that I have missed. And Lord knows there are a ton of them. With that out of the way, how about we dig into these reviews? So as the time of recording, it is January 22nd. I'm going to be looking at albums from January 7th. So not a good look for me. I'm already behind. Um, This is going to be a shorter episode. There's actually only going to be two albums on it because I am trying to play catch up. So I'm actually not going to do some classics on this one, even though it is a week where only two albums came out that I was interested in. So you're only getting two new ones, short thing. First one. We'll see how uh, how the other ones look. But to start out this one, we're going to be looking at the debut album from Necrophagus, In Chaos Ascend, out now on Transcending Obscurity. So if I had to describe this album in just three words, I would use Bucket of Riffs. Because holy shit, this is a 45-minute riff fest. They definitely live and die by their riffs. But it's okay, because they have plenty in stock. For them being a Swedish death metal band, they don't really follow the Stockholm formula all that much. There's not a real big emphasis on melody, or guitar solos, or guitar harmonies, which is to be expected, only being a trio. There's only one guitarist in the band. But the only song that I would even argue had a solo would be Order of the Lion, And it would be an argument I'd be perfectly okay with somebody saying, no, you're wrong, it's not a solo, it's just a little bit of noodling. Alright, sure, let's move on. What this band does do, however, is wear their classic American death metal influences on their sleeves. Just on a quick listen, you'll be able to pull out some Deicide, some Morbid Angel, and definitely the Cannibal Corpse influence in the groove because it's that, it's that Cannibal Corpse groove. It's crushing, it's heavy, but you're still able to nod your head along to it. Now, most of those riffs are going to be mid-paced, 
but on occasion they do have some really tasty tempo changes uh, particularly in the song Blood on the Stone of the Monument which you know aside that is some really bad grammar I don't think they got full usage of the down it means you so really this title doesn't make sense but that's an aside uh, the tempo change in there it's oh, it's glorious I wish there were some more tempo changes there are some really beautiful parts um, in the bridges on uh, the following tracks um, the vile embalmed and the plague and the arts so those are really like the standout guitar parts aside from the really good riffs are the really refreshing tempo changes and bridges found in those three songs and to go along with that the vocals like that low bellow really just drives along the the riffs i mean it complements them very well and a lot of that has to go with the production of this album it's very well produced strong emphasis on the lows but somehow they get the bass to stand out uh, there are even some moments where the bass guitar takes precedence over the regular guitar which again it's a nice change I wish more bands could figure out how to do this you have a rhythm section for a reason you have a bassist for a reason let them shine on occasion you know there's always that joke that bassists aren't necessary they kind of are utilize them more often well what's really going to stand out in forms of technicality on this album is the drumming it's the part that's going to deviate the most from the classic American death metal. It ventures a little bit into the technical death metal side, which, you know, I'm not an expert. I can't tell you where that division and line are. But to my ears, those blast beats, the drum patterns, it's the most technical part of the album. Now, how to wrap all this up and put a pretty little bow on it? It's a solid entry into the death metal world it doesn't do a lot to rewrite the book it doesn't do a lot to stand out from the pack but if you happen to like classic american death metal inspired death metal you'll probably really like this um i am interested to see what they do again this is their debut there are some aspects to this album that really intrigued me. I, I want to see if they can develop more in what they do with the tempo changes and in the bridges because to me that's what stands out the most on the album. So I want to see if they can continue to refine that and you know, hell, if they can make that their thing. You're like, we got a lot of groove, but then you're going to get a really, really good bridge. It's just going to make you go, oh yeah, I'd be down with it. Um, you know, they are an experienced band. I don't, I don't really see a much room for growth i mean they've they've been around for a while this is just their first project together but i you know i can hope and wish um standout track for me if i had to recommend one it's actually going to be the title track in chaos ascend it's the one i went to the most it got the most plays the one that i would stay away from and there's really not any they were all fairly solid aside from the intro track but you know we all know how i feel about intro tracks traitors and the pendulum probably the one i dug the least but it's still a solid death metal song um overall i'm going to give the album a six out of ten 
I saw some room for growth. It's not bad. Definitely worth a stream at least. If you like death metal, check it out. For the second and final review this week, we are going to go with the first semi-major release of the year. Heard a lot about this album the end of last year. Heard a lot about this band, but I've never checked them out. We're going to head over to Melbourne, Australia. Check out an Outlaw Stand, the fourth release from Nocturnal Graves, which came out on Season of Mist. So like I said, I had never listened to this band before, and I didn't want to have any preconceived notions going into it, so I did no research and just dived straight into this thing and was pleasantly surprised to be greeted by some blackened thrash with a little bit of death metal. Speed is definitely the name of the game when it comes to this. The riffs are just all over the place. The solos are all over the place. My fingers hurt listening to some of this. Granted, I was never that technical of a guitarist. I got little sausage fingers. Ain't no way in hell I'm playing a solo. But listening to this makes me wish that I could because these solos are fantastic. The guitar tone did remind me a little bit of Destroyer 666, and when I finally looked up the band, it made sense. Shrapnel, now in this band. Didn't know, but uh, he's definitely there. The solos definitely show it off. The guitar tone definitely shows it off. Sticking with the theme of speed, this album is pretty much breakneck from beginning to end. It does start off with 80 seconds of bullshit intro that I wish had been cut, but whatever. Aside from that, there's really not a lot of let up on this album. There are a few tempo changes placed pretty well throughout the uh, the length of the album. It gives a nice little break, and it allows the album really to maintain its speed and aggression without becoming tiring. I mean, to be fair, it is only 36 and a half minutes. It goes by pretty quick. But it doesn't leave you at the end going, oh man, I wish I could have had a break. That was too tiring, too aggressive. Because there are those small breaks sprinkled here and there. So a nice counterpoint to all of the aggression and speed going on with the guitars. Kind of falls down to the drums. Not really simple, but more of a consistent and solid bass for everything else to build upon. Uh, most of the time, while the guitars are just going ham... The drums are there just providing a consistent rhythmic pattern. Um, I mean, it's, it's going to be faster. It's definitely not a simple four on the floor. And there are some blast beats scattered in, but they're probably the least technical thing that I heard on the album. But it does provide some nice music, musicality counterpoint between the guitars and the drums. And sometimes they do interplay and change off. You know, when the tempo changes and guitars slow down, the drums usually pick up their intensity. Keeps it a little confusing, keeps it a little off kilter, and you don't know what to expect, and I kind of enjoyed it. If I had one gripe with this album, it's going to fall on the vocals, and it took me a little bit to figure out why. Uh, but really, this is where I think the black end part comes in the most for me, because the vocals they sit in like a, a weird little pocket in between black metal and death metal. They're not the low bellows that I associate with death metal. They're not more of like the higher end. I don't want to call them shrieks, but to me, black metal's always been higher register. They're, they're somewhere in the middle. 
And like I said, it took me a while to figure out why it, I wasn't really vibing with it. It turns out there's three people that do vocals on this. And I don't know what song which person is doing, but there's definitely some uh, vocals on here that I like more than others. You know, that's going to be a common thing. So again, you're trying to tailor the sonic envelope and production and all that to three different people, and I'm sure they have three different sounds that they're going for. Some I just don't like as much as the others. Uh, like the opening track, to me, it, it's doing one of the things that's becoming more and more prevalent in like death metal, and especially someone like the classic inspired death metal. Real, like, not really, eh, yeah, we'll go with cavernous and echoey vocals. I fucking hate it. You know, it was always one of the jokes about the early Norwegian black metal where it sounded like it was recorded in a McDonald's bathroom. These are what the vocals kind of sound like. Not so much on, on this, but they do have more reverb and echo than I particularly am a fan of. But again, it's not all the songs. It's whichever vocalist does the opening track. I'm not sure which one of you it is, but I don't like your production choices. All right, I feel like I'm just sitting here rambling and going on about nothing, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, standout track for me, Across the Archeron. Probably the most accessible, the most straightforward, has the most death metal influence to me. And as I've previously stated five and a half million times, I'm a guy who likes my groove. The main riff in this has some nice bounce to it. Really enjoyed it, went back, played it a lot. Least favorite, gonna be that opener, uh, Death to Pigs. Already talked about it. There's 80 seconds of crap at the beginning that probably could have been cut. Take that from a five and a half minute song down to four. Think it would have helped to flow this album out a whole bunch. Overall, going to give this a 7 out of 10. Um, I really enjoyed it, vocals aside, but I can look past it because there's two guys that I didn't mind. And I'm real curious what the rest of their stuff sounds like. Did a little bit of digging, and from what I'm seeing, this album is more like the older stuff, where it has more of the thrash influence. I guess the last couple releases have been more influenced by the death metal. I like death metal. I like thrash. I'm curious. Maybe we'll dig into them on a later episode. Who knows? I don't really plan or schedule anything, even though I have a list of upcoming albums in front of me, but, you know, eh, it's, it's, it's all up in the air. Speaking of that schedule, though, we are going to be looking at stuff that came out on January 14th. Uh, there is not a semi-major, but a major fucking release in my book. I don't know how I've put off listening to it for this long. I've been saving it to do it with you guys. But the new fit for an autopsy. Super pumped. I absolutely love this band. Full disclosure, I am biased as hell. I'm probably going to love it, but we'll talk about it then. Um, other things coming up. There is the new Shadow of Intent. Um, we also have Descent, Enterprise Earth, and Worm Shepherd along with a new EP from Oceans. So I'm going to have my work cut out for me. These might just be one and dones. One listen is better than no listens. I'm still trying to play catch up, so we'll see what happens with my schedule. I do my best to keep up to date with upcoming releases. I do check some websites, but I know there's going to be stuff that I miss 
or stuff that's you know I look at it and go I've never heard of this band I'm not gonna check it out and it's somebody you want to know my opinion on so hop on there tell me about it if you're excited I want to be excited just be prepared that I may not like it uh, you know if you listen to any of our other reviews half the stuff that Rob really really likes I think is trash so there's always that possibility but I will give it a listen because I will listen to damn near anything with all that being said, thank you guys for sticking with me for this first episode. It's probably a hot mess. I don't know how much editing work I have to do, but I'm going to find out. But uh, come back next week. We'll be looking at January 14th, and I look forward to talking about, talking more to you guys then. There's more editing right there. God damn. Talking by yourself is hard. <laughs>